got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the third hour of the show already. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773-888-77. Jesse, the biblical question for this week. My biblical question what is sanity? What is sanity? What is it? Amazing question. We have all kinds of ways that you can watch and support the show listed on jessieleepeterson.com slash show. jessieleepeterson.com slash show. And also, you can listen to the show on your iPad or iPhone anywhere in the world, anywhere, by calling the listen line on TalkStream Live at 641-793-1500, And follow us on BitChute, B-I-T-C-H, U-T-E dot com slash Jesse Lee Peterson and JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. Instagram, ring the bell, hit the like button. It is Friday. It is Open Line Friday. It is Get It Off Your Chest, Express Yourself Friday. You Tom like a mug. You need to go to go to go to go and get yourself bleached because everything you say about black people and you're sitting up there looking like a tar baby. Uh, it might sound like a semantics argument, but he's a great alien. I wonder if he's been smoking pot. Because he admitted doing it when he got caught. And if you admit you've committed a crime, it's not a crime. At an all-time record, 1.7 million migrants have been detained at the southern border. So he's taking the steps. He's going to uh, uh, continue to take this very seriously. We think about the border security. Rancher Pam Schott had a harrowing experience with migrants on her property. They're on the other side of the glass trying, trying to, to get, get, in. get in and not backing down. Not even backing down, down, even though I have a high, powerful rifle. All right, move on. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. You wouldn't know it by watching the news. Or listening to the haters. But on crime, Mayor Lightfoot's got a plan. Chicago is a city in crisis right now. But when the picturesque is replaced by images like these. Or how dare you talk about gas stoves. You have a gas stove. First of all, first of all, I rent, period. (laughs) It's a joke. It's all a joke. Amazing. So how the white people were planting beautiful flowers and right next door, black people destroying. What the? Amazing, right? I want, before I go back to the phones, I, you know, I want to share this, this. I have so much stuff here, really good stuff. But one story, maybe two, there's two stories I really want to get to. But one first is, um, America apartheid. White folks, it's the darnest thing I've ever seen. If I heard about this in America, I don't know if I would believe it or not. But America apartheid is an operation. And the blacks are doing it without you. They're not even trying to hide it from you. Apartheid is now growing in America and it will come a day when white people are going to have to 
leave all the cities and go out into the farmlands because the blacks are taking over and it's going to only get worse. And then even on your farmlands, they're going to come and get you out there. Because right now they are openly doing it. They are building apartheid in America. It's hard to believe, even to say it, it's hard to believe it, but I can't, it's happening. I told you the other day about, we reported to you uh, recently, Democrat-led Sheila Jackson Lee, uh, uh, a Democrat from Texas, one of the most evil, nasty, dirty, wicked females you ever want to see, a wicked woman. And she has never done anything good for Houston. Houston is out of control. Violence, homelessness, dirty. And this woman's mission in life is to go after white people. That's her only mission. Because she's no good. But recently, Sheila Jackson Lee led, uh, uh, recently Democrat led by, Democrats led by Sheila Jackson Lee introduced legislation that would uh, criminalize so-called hate speech from only white people. Called the, called the, uh, the leading, uh, called the Leading Against White Supremacy Act. This woman trying to get a bill passed that's called the Leading Against White Supremacy Act. We all know there's no such thing as white supremacy. I do know that most black people, not all, not all, not all, but most, believe that white people are superior to them because white people plant flowers, blacks destroy. But so this woman trying to pass a bill called Leading Against White Supremacy Act. And the bill make it possible to be to be criminalized, prosecuted for simply talking about white supremacy, supremacist ideas. So white folks are not going to be able to speak about their own ideas if this is passed. And right now I don't see, and I could be wrong, anything to stop it. Can you imagine what would happen if there was a bill called Leading Against Black Supremacy Act? Just the idea of it. America would be on fire. But they can outright say this and do this to whites. And don't worry, the Republicans are going to support it too. Not all, but most will. Because we have a one-party system. May God have mercy upon America. Whoever we needed you, Lord, we need you now. And white people, they're just doing it to you. You're just, oh, okay. All right, I'm guilty. I don't want to say anything because slavery. And guess what else is happening against white people in their own country, their own land? It ain't the Indian land. It ain't the black land. It's the white land. They ain't the one found it. What the? Everybody else is a visitor. This is from CNBC. Well, Far- Wells Fargo is stepping back from the market for U.S. mortgages. The company, the company will now focus on home loans for existing bank and wealthy management customers and borrowers in the minority community. Why, for y'all can't even get mortgages now, loans for to buy a home. For Wells Fargo, the blacks can, but not you. Their little friends can. The the so-called wealthy management customers can, but no loans for the whites. Watch this. Oh, we have breaking news on Wells Fargo and Overtime. The bank, which used to be the number one uh, mortgage lender in the U.S., is stepping back from the housing market in a very big way. They're saying we're only going to sell mortgages if you're an existing customer or if you happen to reside in a minority neighborhood. And so that's the first thing to know. The second thing to know is there is a business called Correspondent Lending Business. That's where essentially they provide the capital to other firms that sell mortgages uh, under other names. And, they're, and this is a major pipeline for their business. 
they're essentially shuttering that business, which, result, which accounted for 40 percent of their mortgage uh, volume as recently as the third quarter. They just gloss over the so-called minority part, right? They're scared to say what it is. But wifey, look what they're doing to you in your own land. What the? Speak up. Get involved. You don't want this country to completely become South Africa, and it is. Have you heard or seen the condition in South Africa? The blacks did the same thing over there. And it's getting worse. We now have an upside down, upside down, round and round country. They're discriminating against you. There are schools, public schools, and maybe some even private schools, where the, even though the teachers are told not to teach that stupid, evil, critical race theory stuff, the teachers are secretly doing it anyway. They're like, we're going to do it anyway. There are ways to do it. And some of these teachers are white teachers. We have an upside-down America now. In America today, the criminal is protected while law-abiding citizens are forced to fend for themselves. Did you ever imagine that that would happen in America? The, the, the lawbreakers, which are mostly blacks, especially the criminal uh, major crime stuff, they are protected. And you're left to defend for yourself even though you pay taxes. This is from the Daily Mail. The gallery owner who was filmed spraying down a homeless woman with a hose in front of his San Francisco store has been arrested for battery. Watch this. Collier Gwynn, the gallery owner who sprayed down this homeless individual earlier this month, was arrested Wednesday after San Francisco District Attorney Brooke Jenkins issued a misdemeanor battery arrest warrant, saying on Twitter, the alleged battery of an unhoused member of our community is completely unacceptable. Our photographer was there as officers placed Collier Gwynn into the back of their patrol vehicle. The DA's office has announced that Gwynn is facing a misdemeanor battery charge. We spoke with Gwynn right after the incident, who at first did not apologize. I find it hard to apologize when we've had no help on this situation. I knew that white man was going to jail. Hello, South Africa. And, and, and I need to warn the bank that Wells Fargo, I believe it was. Oh, uh, yeah, Wells Fargo, you're going to be loaning black people money? You're going broke. Oh, you're going broke because they ain't going to pay the mortgage loan back to you. It ain't going to be paid back. Remember when the market crashed, the economy crashed from all those other loans and the people didn't pay back? Black people don't pay back money. You ain't going to get paid back, so you buy. I guess you're starving. You better hold on to your millionaire customers or whatever they are. Because you ain't going to get paid back. The blacks ain't going to pay you back. There are black banks who are trying to go black, right? And they went out of business. So do what you want, but you will regret it. And uh, talking about upside-down America, you see how the man was put in jail? The man protected his own business. Some stupid homeless person in front of it. He's doing what he got caught. The law ain't, the, the police ain't coming. They set it up where the police can't do anything about it. So the gallery owner is being punished. Biden has a problem with the police. He wants to hamstring them even further. He has a problem with the cops, so he want to hamstring them further. He publicly stated police should be restrained to not shoot with deadly force. This is from the New York Post. Why is this? You have to retrain cops. As to why should you always shoot for de- with deadly force? Oh, you should shoot with is, a smile? If you need to use your weapon, you don't have to do that. What the? 
Hello, South Africa. Welcome home. Amazing, right? One other one. And then I get to your calls and super chats here. And remember I told you blacks ain't going to do it. It's not in the nature of them to make it better. And not all, not all, not all, but most. They don't know how to do it. That's why they call white people white supremacists because they know white people know how to do it, to make it better, to improve, to be creative, uh, and all that good stuff. And whatever they touch, the blacks, it turned to dust. Chicago remains one of the most violent cities, one of the most violent cities. The so-called Mayor Lafayette was asked about solution her idea, she responded by saying that vendors should avoid using cash. Not criminals should go to jail, but vendors should stop using cash, avoid using cash. Watch this from ABC. A lot of rhetoric here, a lot of sound bites, but not a lot of concrete solutions on how we get the job done and make our residents and our workers safe. We're doing it every single day. I think the follow-up is, and your solution is? I just explained it. We have been in Little Village working with those street vendors, understanding what the nature of the crime is, making sure that we're doing things in concert with them to help them uh, 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 make sure that their money is secure, not use money, if at all possible, using um, other forms of transactions to take care of themselves. What an evil female, evil woman. You want the vendors to stop using cash. Not, you know what? I'm sorry. We're going to put the cops back on the streets. We're going to protect the cops rather than going after them for doing their jobs. We're going to bring back bail bonds. We're going to put the criminals in jail. But her solution is we're going to have the the vendors just stop using cash. And they re-elected her. Or going to re I don't know where they are on this thing. But what a mess, right? And if you doubt me, check out Gary, Indiana. Black control. And it used to be a beautiful city. Now you're afraid for your dogs and cats to walk the streets in Gary. Since so many of y'all love y'all little animals. What the? Amazing. 888-7753-773. Now do you believe me that this is South Africa? Do you believe me now? Can you hear me now? Wake up, America. If not now, when? If not now, when if not now when Ben is the first time caller out of Minnesota Ben welcome to the show you on the air <laughs> what's up Jesse glad to uh, hear from you big fan of the show thank you man I appreciate it so um thing I wanted to talk about is I had like this um, Native American friend um, wanted to do a podcast with him, but um, he was a Holocaust denier. And uh, I was like, okay, before I do the podcast, I got first brush this up. And then he said that I was a worker um, that I can't be friends with him anymore because I conspire with Jews and I'm working with the synagogue of Satan. And he's like a Hebrew Israelite dude, so he's like, basically he says I can't be friends with him because I don't believe in the dogma of the black Hebrew, native Hebrew, Israelite stuff. So I just wanted to hear your perspective on what you would do and what your thoughts are and why. Are you you black, Ben? No, I'm white. Oh, and he was black or white? He's native. Oh, native, okay. And so your question is about what you should do about what? What should I do? Like, why is, 
why do you think that there's such a a poll for black people and some Native Americans to believe the Hebrew Israelite stuff? Because their hearts are wicked. They have no love. Okay. And they are insecure. Okay. People without love, and not mama's love, but the love of God, nature, they're insecure, they're jealous. And so that's why they're that way. And so, you know, wish him well, but let him go. All right? Just wish okay. him well. Don't be angry. Just wish him well, and you go on and just live your life, and everything will be fine. All right, man. All right, buddy. Thank you, Ben. 888-7753-773. Mike from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Mike, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing, brother Jesse? All, all is well, Mike. That's good. That's good. I had a, I had a question about your, your show yesterday. Um, you talked about arranged marriages. Yes. I'm not sure if they should be arranged, but I think there should be more input and analysis by the dads in particular, because I think right now, if you mention anything to your children about the possibility of their mate, they call that an arranged marriage. I mean, right now, it's all the input is from the mothers, like that young man you had earlier. I mean, scared to even tell his mother that he's married. So right now, it's coming from them. Well, I... uh, and so your question for me is what? I don't believe totally in arrangement. I think arranged marriages mainly was for the money and for the family uh, uh, continuation as far as, you know, uh, family. Uh, but I believe that there should be a lot of input from the father and there should be acknowledgement of something, what he knows before the kids do decide on their mate. Now that there's none of that. I mean, I talk to my kids about it and they blow me off. Like, you know, they do what they want to do. Right. And so your question for me is what? Where do you fall in as far as, I mean, do you you believe their arranged marriages are worse than the way they're doing it now? Yes. uh, Both are worse or bad. Right. And I believe, and, and I agree with you that, if a man or a woman decide they're going to get married, they should definitely meet the father. They should definitely uh, introduce their uh, wife or fiancé or the wife should introduce her fiancé to the family, to his father, before they get married. And um, also, I like the idea of when, um, in the good old days, you know, if a man wanted to get married— he would go and get the approval of the woman's father before exactly. they got. Yeah, I like that idea too. I'm not for arranged marriages, but I definitely think that the father needs to be respected because if the woman or the man is not close to the father, the marriage is not going to work out very well, if at all. Right. Last thing, and I know you you you're busy, but you mentioned also that you wanted to, you know, you should date or court for years. Right. I kinda I kinda have an issue with that because the longer you date and court these especially these young women, the more independent they get, the less likely you're gonna have a chance to really talk into their life. Like I met my wife at nineteen, got her before she got too corrupted by this system. You know, it ain't been easy. We didn't get married right away, but the longer they wait, I noticed the longer my daughter with the more they buy into these lives by these women they form this sisterhood, and the harder it is. I said, if you know this is who you should, after two dates, it's kind of like an interview. You see, okay, she's got potential. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, I don't think you should wait that long. I mean, but, it ain't that complicated. She's she going to, if you, you can tell right away whether she's going to follow you, whether she got potential to follow you. Does your wife follow you? After years, 36 years <laughs> of, of hard knocks, <laughs> it's it beginning easier and easier. This is Mike from San Antonio. I haven't called in a while, but uh, I've been. Uh, oh, Mike, retired, how you doing, Mike? Now for you. Uh, yeah, I've been good. How you been? I like I like the new uh, the great fox look you got going there. I got that going too. Oh yeah, <laughs> thank you. Amazing. 
Oh man, I didn't recognize your voice because it sounded like you kind of. Are you still in the in the uh, in the under the woods? Yeah. I'm in the woods and it's getting worse over here. It's weird. The reception is worse now than it used to be. Yeah. Wow, man, it's good to hear from you. Let me ask, did Maze ever move back to the hood? <laughs> we still got that house. <laughs> we still got it. We still we got we just got rid of some uh, tenants about two years ago. So we're still there. Yeah. No, nah, she never she never called and followed up on that. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, when I said that uh, 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 a man and a woman should date for a long time because uh, when you first get to know the woman, you're not seeing the real deal, right? And so, especially if you date her without sex, you'll get a chance to see the real deal. And so when you do get married, after you re- she gets to know you, you get to know her, and not based on all that emotion that comes from sex you're more likely then to have a marriage that will last until death do your part. But a lot of time, as, as these guys are doing now, they're jumping into these living together or getting married before even knowing the woman, right. and they're catching right. pure hell. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that, but it's just, I'm telling you right now, the way it's been, the, the way the women control everything, the yeah. longer these girls... Stay unmarried. The more input they get from their sisterhood. Yeah, yeah. Even even when I married my wife and we got married and we've been together forever. She still got input from these dumb women. Yeah, and I've been the biggest, biggest. Uh, I would say uh, conflict that I had to get rid of her with all her friends, and she had to deal with me. And you know, oh, he's a dictator. Oh, he, yeah, I am. I'm a benevolent one, though, which is important. That's right. And that that's I'm, I'm I'm just watching my daughters. You know, they're at that age, and it's like quit listening to these women, quit listening to your aunts. Uh, you, that's why you need a husband to, to get you away from because this it is a sisterhood that the, the more I study it, it's like this is Eve repeating herself over and over again. Yeah. You know, yep. going to the door when Adam told her, don't go to that door and when that devil come, I answer the door. You know, thinking she know better. And I don't know, it seems like the longer you wait, the more this world get into them, the harder it is to get it out of them. But I, I guess both of them had, uh, uh, you know, relevancies as far as do it early or do it late yeah. and get to know them. I guess both of them have relevancy. And you make a, a very good point. You are the husband. You are over your wife, and it's your job to protect her from evil. And if they call you a dictator, you're supposed to be the dictator in the home because your job is to protect your wife and children from evil. Yeah, they'll call and say something stupid. I'll give you an example. <laughs> of course, we didn't get it. I told the wife, you ain't getting that thing, and I ain't getting that thing. You know what I'm talking about. Right. And their friends will call. Well, you know, excuse me, my husband told me, yeah. <laughs> you go do what you want to do. Yeah, that's why you ain't got no husband to listen to. I I had a uh, uh, someone call my home one day. Uh, one of these departments think uh, doing a fundraiser call, and when they call, mm-hmm. they ask for it's the woman of the household. It's the wife here, there, or something like that. The wife. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, she's not here. Uh, may I help you? And then. They told me that they were trying to raise money. I think it was like the police fund thing or something. And so I asked them, I said, well, why did you ask for the woman of the house? Why didn't you ask for the man of the house? And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to cause any trouble. I said, you're not causing trouble, but I do want to know, why did you ask for the woman of the house rather than the man of the house? And I told him, I said, you just did it because you asking for the weaker vessel. You know that the woman's going to cave when the man won't. That serpent in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> it just repeats itself. The older I get, the more I realize that story just constantly repeats itself. It does. Uh, it just constantly repeats itself. It's good to hear from you, man. You know, I'm 32 years old now, and I've been, I, I've been clinically depressed since I was 17 years old. And ever since I started listening to you a couple of months ago, bro, I don't even need 
to hear the word depression. I don't even care about that because that's not anything that I identify with anymore. Nice. I'm 100% cured. I'm 100% better because I've been listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you. And I just can't even, you know, begin to tell you how much I really appreciate the things that you're doing for young men. Young men need to hear this. And young men need to know this message that you're delivering because it's important. It's vital to their lives, Jesse. I just wanted to let you know that. That's amazing. I mean, you made my day, man. When I hear one soul has returned to the Father, it's like a thousand. It's better than silver gold. So God bless you, man. Welcome back. 888-775-3773. Mike, thanks for your call, man. I, I was thinking, uh, and uh, Hassan and I was talking, during the good old days when boys were boys and men were men, if there was a salesperson that went by the house or made a phone call to the house, they would never ask for the woman. They would always ask for the man because it was disrespectful and the men were not going to put up with that, and they knew it, and so they did it the right way back then. Now they have twisted it, and they are trying to put the woman before the man. What a mess! Real quick announcements here. The Hake Report is coming up. The Hake, H-A-K-E, report.com at the top of this hour from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time, from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time, and then at 12 noon, a brand-new episode of TheFatherState.tv, TheFatherState.tv. I'll talk with David Davis Youngs, Davis Youngs. He is an Air Force veteran and military defense lawyer. An amazing conversation. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. I was willing to risk my military career, my retirement, because I was not going to compromise from what God was calling me to do. You are a Christian, am I right? That's right. I try to look at what is the underlying sin issue. Secular humanism and atheism really is the religion of tyranny. Amazing. They're trying to put people in categories. We're all created in the image of God. We're all created equal. Is there a change coming at all? God is good. God reigns. He alone can change hearts and minds. You change the hearts, you change the country for the good. At 12 noon, thefatherstate.tv, and you can show your support by becoming a member of the Father State YouTube channel there, the Father State, all right? Um, Also, at 4 p.m., 4 p.m. Pacific time, Nick Stream, the Anchor Baby Show, and Nick is flying high. At 4 p.m. Pacific time, Nick Stream. Check it out. And then Sunday morning, fellowship with everybody and their mama. Go to rebuildingtheman.com, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. The doors open in L.A. at 10.30 a.m. All are invited. All right? Amazing stuff. Uh, I want to give you a quick question. Quick question. Is this mental health issue or spiritual battle? Is this a mental health issue or a spiritual battle? This is from OK Magazine. A police report filed on the day of Naomi Judge suicide is shedding more light on what went down 
in 24 hours, in the 24 hours before she took her own life in April. Judge family lost the legal battle to keep the report secret. They should have been able to keep it secret if they wanted to. That's their own private business, of course. But anyway, the report is out. And uh, according to the report, Naomi Judge committed suicide back in April. And Naomi Judge was an, I think she was an actress or a singer, or maybe both. A singer? She was a singer, and she had two daughters. And the details are, are, number one, police notes reveal Naomi Judge threatened to kill herself a dozen times. She would lock herself in the bedroom. Guns were involved. She would have bouts of manic episodes. That's every human being in the world. The devil deal with them in the same way. She would threaten to shoot the people who wanted to help her. A family therapist recalled Judge screaming and speaking in tongues. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, praise you, Jesus. Oh, shalom, blah, 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 blah. Praying in tongues. Her suicide, suicide note states, her suicide note states, do not let her daughter's Wyoming judge come to her funeral. Do not let her daughter, Naomi, I mean, what? Uh, what's her name? Winona judge, come to my funeral. She didn't want her, her funeral. What now? She, she's, uh, do not let Winona judge come to my funeral. She's mentally ill, according to this report and the notes. The country icon excluded both of her children from her will. Is that a mental health issue or a spiritual issue? And I wanted to only use that story because I want you to know all human beings are possessed of the devil, by the devil, the spirit of the devil, in the imagination, in the thoughts and emotions until they forgive and the spirit of God, the light of truth, will destroy the darkness, which is the nature of the devil, mentally and emotionally. You must be born of the spirit. You got to overcome the anger. Anger is of the devil. There's no medication. If you've got medical, physical issues, go to the doctor if you need to. But the doctor can't do anything about spiritual issues. No one can. You got to admit that you're angry, which is evil, which is playing God. And God will forgive you. He will rebuke the spirit of the devil from you and set you free. Do what you want, but that's what I recommend. Uh, Being a first-time caller out of Mississippi, in my crooked letter, crooked letter, I crooked letter, crooked letter, I hump back, hump back, I, that's how you spell Mississippi. Brian, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Jesse. Hey, Brian. How are you? All is well. Good, good. Now, I had a question. Um, first off, let me say uh, thank you for what you do. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm sure a lot of people do. Thank you to you and your crew, first off. Thank you. And my question is, and I'll get off of the line and let allow you to answer. Um, in the home, or in my home, right, whenever I lay down, you know, or implement structure, rules, you know, in line with the morals and the beliefs that, uh, you know, a Christian should, should handle themselves. Uh, of course, I get pushback from my children because they don't like it. They're not, you know, they're more conformed to the world, so to speak, versus uh, the renewing of the mind. And I don't do it with anger. Um, and I don't, you know, and whenever I enforce discipline uh, and, you know, the rules first and discipline when the rules are broken, um, they... You know, of course, they're children, but they, you know, I get the pushback saying that, oh, you know, you're, you're being egotistical, you're being this, you're being that. And all I'm doing is commanding respect for the, for the rules and authority. So should I be concerned about maybe I'm being, I am being egotistical? You're getting that pushback from your children? 
Yes, sir. How old are they? Uh, 14, 11, and 16. And, and, and are you married? Yes, sir, I am. Um, your wife is turning your children against you. She yes, has, that's, uh, that's why they're not, feel- that's why they're not obeying you. They resent you with the mother's resent. She's made you look like the problem instead of her being the problem. And now your children are rebelling against you because they are taking the side of the mother. Yes, sir. You're correct because that exactly is what happens because you know how they'll they'll play one parent or try to play one parent versus the other. Um, you know, if, if I discipline or I say no to something, they'll they'll try to run they'll try to run behind you know run behind the you know to to my wife to their mother and then try to get a different answer. You know, try to play both sides. Well, they're not trying to play both sides. They know that the mother will let them get away with it because she has uh, recreated them in her image. And so they yes. they go to her because they know that it's difficult for you difficult for you to deal with the mother in the right way. You will not correct the wife. You will not tell her she better stay away from your kids. You're not correcting her in front of the kids, and they know that because they have now yes. identified. Why don't you forbid your wife from doing that to your children in front of the children so they will see that you are the head and not the mother. Yes, sir. You're right, and I do. I do make corrections, but the only thing that I don't do is I don't make the corrections in front of them. Why not? Um, uh, I just never. I, I don't know. Um, honestly, I, I. I guess maybe I felt like it was a respect thing. It's um, a disrespect. Maybe. How would the kids know how to deal with these issues if they don't see you dealing with the mother in the right way? Don't be angry, yes. but correct the mother firmly. And let the kids know your mother have turned you away from me. She's wrong for that. And yes. you guys are going to start listening or else. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Jesse. I, I know you have other callers. But let me uh, ask you, Brian, you let me ask yes. you, what will happen if you correct your wife in front of the kids? Um, they would probably look at me like a calf looking at a brand new gate. <laughs> well, um, why have you, why have you allowed your wife to take over like that? Uh, I was, uh, I, I, I have no excuse, Jesse. Honestly, uh, I guess I was weak in those moments. Well, I, you know, without the anger, are you doing the silent prayer? Yes, sir, I am. Okay. Hey, have you gone and forgiven your mother and all that stuff? Yes, sir, I have. Well, it's time and for you to put... And, and, yes, sir. Go ahead. And what? Oh, and, and it is truly night and day different. Um it's not a war raging within anymore. Yeah, uh, I'm not yeah. overcome with I'm not overcome with anger. Uh, I'm not saying that situations or circumstances don't try to tempt or arouse my anger, but I don't give in. I, I do, as you say, I relax in it and uh, let it pass. Nice. Well, now you're gonna really see the hell come out of your wife because your wife is your mother, and uh, I anticipate that. Yes. Sir. And but you still keep your feet on solid ground. Don't argue with her. Don't uh, overreact and just tell her how to cow eat the cabbage. And you do it in front of your children without the anger. And the kids will eventually start to see. I don't know when or how since she's there. You said they're teenagers, right? Yes, sir. Two of them are. Yes. Yeah. She's already turned them against you. So they have no they have no respect for you. They have identified with her. But that's the way that it. That's exactly how it feels, Jesse, that uh, they don't respect what I say. They only conform to what I say due to the fact that they know there'll be, there will be punishment behind it. And, and, but, they don't, but they don't respect. Yeah, and, that, and that's because your wife don't respect you. So it's really not the children's fault. It's just that yep. you didn't protect them from the mother and not in, in her image. And so you can't yes. yell at the kid. You correct them, but don't yell at them. They cannot help it. They're just like their mother. But you really yes. need to start correcting the mother uh, and do it in front of the kids with perfect patience. And the kids will start to catch on that my daddy is in charge. He's not the weak man I thought he was. And my mother had been lying to me about him. And the yes, hell going to come out of your wife. She's going to threaten to leave. She's going to threaten to take your children but don't, don't let anything be more important to you than what's right. And whatever right. happens, you'll be able to deal with it. That's right. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Have a good weekend. All right. You too, buddy. Amazing, huh? Super Chat.
Yes, sir. From Seal C. Jesse, how do I overcome empathy? I've always cared too much, and Bible thumping taught me to honor my father and mother, but my respect for them comes from hatred of feeling unloved and them imposing their will. Yeah. Forgive them, and then you will, deal, you will have perfect love, and this empathy and all that mess will disappear. Come out of the imagination and stay present, and you'll be fine. You know, I was thinking about the Naomi Judge situation, and I don't know if Naomi had physical issues or not, but the spiritual issues, every human being have that in them. Some are worse than others, but it's the same spirit. And if you don't overcome the anger, you will become Jeffrey Dahmer, Naomi Judge, and anyone else who commits suicide or who's angry, insecure, emotional, because the devil play with the mind. He manipulates you through the mind. He has no power, but he will deceive you and you will hurt your own self. But anyway, forgive your mother and your father, and then you will have real love. You don't need that phony empathy thing or whatever that is. Thank you. And thank you. That's all for now. Thank you all. I appreciate your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me go to um, Raphael out of Texas. You've been waiting a while. Let's see here. Uh, Raphael, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Uh, hi, Jesse. Hey there. Uh, yes, thank you so much for everything. Uh, yeah, I wanted to answer the biblical question. What is and, sanity? Yes, and also ask you guys to come to Austin. Nice. To consider Austin for your... For the move? Yes. Amazing. Well... That's possible, man. Right now, we just don't know, but anything is possible. Um, what is sanity? Yes, okay. Sanity is to have the ability to discern. Uh, I'll testify to the silent prayer that God will reveal himself to you there. He will bring you in, but you must forgive. When I was angry, I judged everything, everyone, and myself. Yeah. The judge is to identify with, I was insane. <laughs> Once I forgave my mother, then I was able to forgive my father, and God revealed himself to me. Now I can see. I see the evil. I see the ego, but I don't judge. I discern, but I don't judge it. Amazing. When I was ang- angry, I couldn't help but to judge. I was crazy. Yeah. Insane in the membrane. What the? <laughs> Raphael, thank you so much, buddy. And I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday if the Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise. And uh, thank you for inviting us to move to, uh, to Austin. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, buddy. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Amazing. Um, is it Diane? Diana, a first-time call out of Maine. Diana, welcome to the show. You're on the air. No, it's a pleasure to speak with you, Mr. Peterson. I had, well, I told Nick I had two questions, but okay. uh, I okay. did remember another one, but I'll keep it quick. I just wanted to know, how did you learn about silent prayer? I asked God to let me know myself, to let me see. And one thing just led to another one. And. And you perfected it, obviously. You know, I um, I listened to, instead of doing it on my own, and I just started doing it um, not too long ago, instead of doing it on my own, I do listen to your voice and your breathing, which helps me know there's, um, you know, like you said, understand there's things around me, but keep all thoughts out of my head. Um, so you help quite quite a bit with, with listening to your um, explanation of it. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, another question was, Nick, I told him and I forgot already. Um, is it, is it about speaking I'm, in tongue? Right. I'm I'm white and slow. So, um, yeah, <laughs> speaking in No, I... <laughs> um, but, yeah, speaking in tongues, is that biblical? You see, I have no voice syndrome, so I can't, I can't read, but um, I do listen to pe- uh, whatever others want me to hear. So that's why I listen to you. No, but, um, speaking in tongues no, is not, not biblical. biblical. Oh, 
Okay, so that's not in the Bible anywhere, right? No, it's evil. Okay. Now, I knew that. I knew that, but I've heard often that people say that they've read it in the Bible somewhere, that, I don't know, some disciples or, or what. I don't know. I just I didn't pay attention. I, like, just, I just let things go in one year and not the other. Um, have you gone and, and forgiven your mother? I have um, not, because my mother had passed away when I was a teenager from oh, okay. breast cancer. Um, and uh, as well as well, my father also passed away of alcoholism. Well, you could uh, forgive them, though they're dead, just realizing just as you can't help yourself, they could not help themselves, and they did the best they could. They could. So how, do I, how would I do that? How do I do that? By uh, staying with the silent prayer so you can see the anger that you have and how you're being manipulated by your imagination, your thoughts and things like that. And it causes you to do things that you would not ordinarily do and prevent you from doing the right thing. Well, they had the same issue, and they passed it on to you. And once you realize that, it will cause you to forgive them. The truth of that will cause you to forgive them because you can't go to them. They've expired, but the truth will cause you to forgive them. Okay. Now, I've never, another thing, which leads me to, to the third question, I will be quick. I know you have a lot of calls. Um, another thing is, uh, I've never been an angry person. In fact, I've, I've got six children, 11 grandchildren. Um, so I've never been an angry person. And um, having said that, I, I was very strict, very, very strict with with my children, um, not mean strict, but very strict. Like, you know, they worked, um, they even went to school and worked. Um, they were out of my house by the time they were 18. You know, I was if that strict. Then I did a good thing because they're all on their own and working. Do you have a family. husband? I, I don't, I don't have a husband. You ran um, them off. I'm, well, I want to say I, I, didn't but apparently <laughs> i i did because well he's well that's a whole different story that let me ask um, you this because of time you say you don't you've never had anger so you you have I mean your whole life you've never gotten angry i have never well i guess i have i lied then okay have you ever gotten angry i have i so yeah, you do I have did. anger but not like i've never been a super angry okay yes i did have anger uh until i I was able to to implement uh, peace in my life, um, and then your uh, your did, uh, silent how you, prayer. How did you implement peace in your life? How did I you got do that? rid of it. I just got. I, before I realized what I was doing, I was actually doing the silent prayer, but I didn't know that's what it was. You see, I would. Um, it's it's a long story, and I, and I won't I won't keep. What I what I, what I wanted to know is where I'm supposed where I have to to forgive my parents. Um, I, how do I, how do I get my children? Well, I, that's the wrong way to, to do to say that. I want to be forgiven by my children, but not well, for my peace, for theirs. Apologize to them for being so strict and, and, okay. imp, and imposing your will on them. You meant well, but okay. you realize you did it in the wrong way. So just apologize for, to them. Okay and let them know for their own sake they should forgive you so that they can go free, and you were wrong for the way you imposed your will on them. Okay, all right. That would That's the that's what I thought that I should do, but then, you know, thoughts aren't my own, so... I, Did you turn them away <laughs> from their father? No, 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 no. Are they close no, to their father? Question, no, they aren't. I, I actually tried to get them or, or um, get him... Get them both to be together. Um, no, they're not close to them, and I never badmouthed them because that was a, that was. Were you mad at Were you mad at their father? Mad at him? No. Well, I don't. It's a long story. Because um, your spirit of anger is what they picked up. No, spiritual they spirit. never. They never. I was never. I always talked good about their father. But was that, or did you feel good in your heart about the father? He. Did you feel he, good in the heart about the father? Yes or no? I didn't. Right. I didn't. That's what turned the kids away from him. Diana, uh, call me tomorrow, uh, Monday. We could pick up on this. All right. Can you call me what? Monday? 
Right. What time, though? Because I called you, you hold, called me. Hold on. Uh, I'll let Nick tell you the time, all right? Hold oh, on. Wonderful. All right. Thank you for your call. I am so out of time. The hate report is coming up now from 9 to 11. Um, become your own man. Become your own woman. Forgive so you can be free, all right? Brett is the first time caller out of Reno, Nevada. David out of San Jose, California. Maze. Hey, Maze. Out of uh, Dayton, Ohio, and a caller that just dropped. I'm out of time. Amazing open line Friday. I'll see you at church on Sunday if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. Rebuilding them, rebuilding them, rebuilding the man.com slash church, right? Rebuilding the man.com slash church. And Stand up, stand up, we got fighting to do We gotta show him who boss He put a viking in you He put that lightning in you Igniting the truth But you beg and blame and lie and hate And never wanna stand for the truth So what you planning to do? You understand in the loop You better go talk to your mama Better stop at the drama Better drop all the trauma Boy, you better stand up and up Put your hand up and hut Cause if you don't then we lose And then we gotta hear the fake news Whoa Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer, and I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it, and then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself so that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and hollering, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. So I asked the question, are you better than a child molester? I've discovered over the 30 years of counseling, the one thing that's missing, the one thing that's missing, and I think because it's not taught in the homes or talked about, we don't have examples of it, right? Is love. Our theme this year is to bring back Christianity to love God with all our heart, soul, and might, our neighbor as ourselves, and uh, to endure. And there, when you're in a fallen state, people will judge the molester but think they're better than the molester. And I ask, well, why do you think you're better? What I realize, it doesn't matter what you think about yourself or how much you have or don't have or how you accomplish things in life or don't. If you have no love, you have nothing.
Thank you, J.C. Lee Peterson and Nick and Hassan. An excellent Get It Off Your Chest Friday, the J.C. Lee Peterson Show. Always cool.